It's been five years since the continent-wide attacks of a flight of ancient dragons, and the scars of that conflict still linger across the struggling Republic of Tal'Dorei. Rebuilding and recovery are matched by opportunism and scheming, and all the while enigmatic powers long dormant wait to be found. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role, and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. If you need a virtual tabletop in this time of social distancing, go to Roll20.net to sign up for a free account and get playing. With a marketplace for tokens, maps, and adventures, there's always something to add to your game. Plus, if you pay for a subscription, you'll unlock premium features like dynamic lighting, more storage space, customizable character sheets, and special animated effects. <laughs> Hi, Craig! Welcome, GR. Okay, so this is going to be a bonus episode, sort of wrapping up Season 1 of Rise of the Ancients, and of course, pretty clear, we've all had a couple of drinks. I've just had cherry. Anyways. (laughs) Um, That's typical. It is right now December 18th, 2020, and I would like to point out that our very first session with all four players playing these characters at level one, not counting the extra life thing, not counting the prologues, was December 14th. What? No way! I had no wow. idea. One year and Happy four Happy anniversary! Yay! I'll cheers to that. Yeah, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Hold on, I'll make a clink noise. Slauncha. Notice all of our drinks clinking. Through the computers. Slauncha. In the immortal words of Rihanna, Riri, cheers to that. Thank you for quoting that that memorable set of words, (laughs) that voice of wisdom under my umbrella. (laughs) (laughs) When we gathered around the table, when we gathered around the table, actually technically with level two characters, because I leveled you all up at the end of the prologue, I wrote, I read out Oh, shoot. I read out. The music is loud. The building is filled with flashy illusions and constant motion. Drinks flow freely and people laugh with excitement. The casino is the Havalerics, owned by two dragonborn from fallen Draconia. And the event is Winter's Crest. The holiday solstice celebrated all over the continent of Tal'Dorei with gift-giving feasts and tales of adventure. In Kaimal, it's celebrated with gambling. You trying to make us cry or something? Jesus Christ! I am shocked by the flood of emotions that just hit me right now. Oh man, I'm super, super, super. I'm really. (laughs) Yeah, and um, to be clear, that this will come out after the season finale of season one, so everybody listening will know what has happened. But we've Good recorded enough. another couple of episodes, and we won't be talking about those. 
So don't talk right. about those. Right, 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 right. Honestly, all I'm sad. thinking about right now is a casino and can we get bigger presents? No. How do we get the bigger I, presents? I made an entire D&D roulette game that nobody played and I had like a big <laughs> printout paper. And I was like, I had it hidden and I was going to take it out when somebody went to the roulette table and nobody did. So no chords, thunder or whatever the game was called. To be fair, your whatever your cards game was that we were doing well at uh, seemed great and a good way to earn co- coins to make to buy presents. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Do people that have was that? a year ago? I, that does not feel like a year ago. Okay. It feels way longer. Feels like five years. Yes. That was only a year ago. Okay. Um, I've got the thing up right now. Everybody roll for another large present. Roll a D20 and get a large present. Okay. I'll be honest. I didn't expect to roll dice tonight, but I have them. <laughs> okay. Jen got a 10. You get an orb of time. What did I, I have no idea. Let's look it up on Roll20, who sponsors us. Thanks, Roll20. I love Roll20. Legitimately, yeah. not even as a, like, because it's an ad. I legitimately am grateful for Roll20 for keeping us connected in this nightmare time. It oh, is yeah. it is a system that has kept my favorite activity alive through times when I cannot see my friends. And I so cannot be more grateful for that. Also, I'm rolling Scanless um, D20. Ooh, okay. Orb of Time. It is a wondrous item common. While holding this orb, you can use an action to determine whether it is morning, afternoon, evening, or nighttime outside. This property functions only on the material plane. This artificial eye replaces a real one that was lost or removed. That's fucking cool! Why? Why is it cool? Like, I don't really care if it's night outside if I'm in a cave. Okay, note to self. Cut out Sumi's eye somehow. <laughs> no, that's a terrible note to sell. <laughs> okay, Jen, imagine this. Uh, Sumi and uh, Delilah and some other characters are are deep beneath the earth or somewhere like crazy. Like uh, there's like a forest where you can't see the sky, but it's still on the material plane. She wonders... Uh, have we rested long enough and her eye rotates and the dawning sun arrives in it or a moon slowly fills it with white light killer no i'll just like am i sleepy then i'll sleep yeah what if you slept before yeah you tranced you did some dancing then i'll wait till i feel like i need to trance again and then i'll trance that's like 14 hours away who's rolling the next d20 I rolled a seven. Oh, that is a Heward's Handy Spice Pouch. It means that you've got like a, you know, kind of like a bag of holding with the with the extra dimensional space, except you've got spices that you can pull out and flavor food with. What about herbs? <laughs> Just herbs, not herbs. I'm gonna herb no, a bunch of herbs, a bunch of guys like with a, you know, like receding hairline a bag of herbs sorry hey, I, herbs just, uh, I came from ohio is what's uh why where's all the why is there all these monsters around 
sorry, I don't need you. I have a guy that can turn into any form I would like at any time. I don't need herbs. <laughs> oh, you're yeah, okay. Never mind. I thought you meant me for a second. <laughs> and I was like, technically true. Gross that you're like weirdly <laughs> assuming things about me. <laughs> All right, Patrick, roll. Patrick, roll. 13. 13 is the potion of healing. Wow, lame but helpful. <laughs> a five. A five is a dread helm. I have no idea what that is. Let's find out. It's a scary helm that makes you look cool and imposing. It's one of those shitty items that doesn't do anything that's cool. Like the cloak of billowing? Yes. Oh, it makes your eyes glow red. Yes. It's super cool. <laughs> give me, give me, I would like to see Shell in that. Yeah, it's... Shell with glowing red eyes. So, things I wanted to mention that I remember from these games are, um, what is the Winter Festival? Winter's Crest. Winter's Crest. Our Winter's Crest, like, walked down the street where we all did things and Shell couldn't jump onto things. (laughs) On your float? And then I remember us riding through the forest and Amanda parkouring off of horses, except not parkouring on horses. And then we were first introduced to um, Shell's amazing way with animals. Yeah. Oh, the wolves. I should have been able to do it. I had like a 17 acrobatics. Like, I don't know how it didn't happen. <laughs> you just Before leapt we... onto a horse and slammed into the side of it. Before we completely leave Kaimal, I just want to say, like, I had so much fun playing as um, as Charlotte. Being like, oh, oh give, yes. me the, give me the thing. Give me the orb. Come on, I want to see it. Please. Back in the in the yeah, we fell in love with those um, couple that pair so fast, like immediately. Instantly. Oh. Yeah, they were like yeah. part of the party. What <laughs> I love most about the scenes in the Havalerics was how fast we split into two parties: <laughs> into Delilah and Sumi, and Tarkan and Shell, because it was. There is a weird orb that causes like floating, and Sumi and Delilah were like, "Let's steal that for us." I need that, <laughs> and instantly we were like, "We must keep that from the bad guys." <laughs> Without no communication between any of us, it was just, "This is who we are," and Delilah went for it, and we're like, "She must be. Ta- she's stealing it." Oh. Hi, what? We've met them five minutes ago. We're helping the girl. She's yeah. a thief. She stole. And I, I meant for like this campaign to be like, to start being Kaimal based with it to be your home base for you to come back to it a bunch. And Peyton Corona, who is uh, non-binary, they, them, uh, was supposed to be like your your um benefactor and you're going to start an explorers guild and they were going to like give you money to go out and do expeditions to figure out stuff with these titans nah technically oh that's amazing technically we started and then immediately <laughs> fucked that to high <laughs> heaven 
<laughs> Instantly. Be our patron when their house was squished. Their okay. house was squished like on a random roll a couple of sessions later. <laughs> no, not a cup, Merrick. You're making that seem like whoopsie doodle. What a crazy happenstance. What it was was we arrived at a mountain to go explore <laughs> after fighting wolves on fucking horseback. Thinking, what if we die by riding off a cliff? Because that's where I was. Yeah. I might have lost my character from gravity. It was session six that I I feel like that that was that I rolled. It was six sessions later that I rolled to see if Peyton's house was destroyed. Okay, that makes sense. I thought you meant six sessions when I fell off a cliff. No. Quiz time. Jen's got a quiz. What did we call the bad goblin? Gorblins! Gorblins. Yeah, the gorblins. Very good. good. Holy shit. Okay. Originally, I was like, yeah, no, talking about our old sessions, it seems great. I'm so invested in this now, in a backtracking, (laughs) that I'm thinking about the mental, like, layout of the mine when you're walking in and there's, like, Quicksilver running down the wall and, like, a sort of, like, a potions kit nearby. Yeah. Don't talk about that, Jen. I don't want to talk about the goblins. They were weird and gross, and I did <laughs> not like them. Throw away his spoon. The <laughs> <laughs> magic set. And again, we retreat back to the old standby of man. Slate is really handsome and has a deep <laughs> V, and Tarkan is distractingly obsessed with being more handsome and ripped than that. The passage ahead of you delves deeper and deeper into the mountain. There are side chambers and passageways, but the path you follow is clearly well-traveled and used. Peyton's maps lead you forward until you arrive at a massive cavern, 50, 50 feet tall and half again as wide, shot through with jagged stone teeth. You can see a dark drop on the far end and remnants of a camp to your left. Where you all failed the investigation rolls and didn't learn anything about that camp. You're welcome. Not a single thing, but we moved the bodies or we tried to. We covered the bodies. Was yes, that the, like, that was, sort of that mine shaft? Um, so previously there was, yeah, there was the frozen camp with Peyton's folk. And then this is heading down into the mountain, into the mine shaft. Oh, and was that was, like before the chain? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And before the chain, there was that little thing, and there was a restless ghost there. So if you'd messed with the bodies inside, there was going to be a ghost fight. What? I don't, I don't even feel like we touched those two. No, you went we over didn't. and like made an investigation check and failed it, and they're like, man, whatever. And I'm like, all right. Well, we Okay, so my reckless... Tarkan's point of view. Here we go. Some POV. We walk in to the cave after... Uh, there's a bunch of wolves and we, you know, find some corpses outside that have clearly been uh, disrupted. We burn those corpses, you know, in a ritual for uh, the... Uh, for Pelor, for the Dawnfather. The Dawnfather, thank you. Uh, I refuse to refer to him as the, uh, uh, the, the other name. You um, are Taldorian. Correct. Uh, we head into the cave. There's the camp, initially we find. Uh, there's over to the right a crevasse uh, with a chain leading down into it. Uh there's not not much to find really in the in the 
in the camp. There's some some bodies. That's fine. Clearly, people have died here. Of course, we found several bodies outside. Uh, down the down the chain we go. I didn't know fucking ghosts were a thing that might have happened. Winters, but you know, go ahead. You know what was down the can? This is the Skaggy. Skaggy. Skaggy was a little no. Skaggy was after you had um, already met with the goblins. Yeah. Yeah. No. I know. Was I just the, wanted to say Skaggy. What was down the chain was that. Um, oh shit! What are they called? The smart Gordon? goblins. Oh yeah. Afterwards, like you did a little bit of exploration and like found the milk of the mountain and the all that stuff. Titan? And then, as you were leaving, there was there was the the goblins. Does anybody remember the two names of those two goblins? goblins? Wait, no, there was old. There wasn't there the um, the elemental that we ran into. Yeah, you did the elemental first. Oh, he effed us up. No, yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. you up. I didn't know what I did with any of my. Oh, books. the giant ants. I was about to say that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't say anything. There was a huge cavern with giant ants. Oh, I had an entire side quest with an ant hive. Oh, we didn't go into the ant hive? I mean, it was a good choice that you didn't go into the ant hive. It would have been death. Hmm. Hey, we had enough of that. (laughs) The... Oh, yeah, there we go. I had forgotten the name of the clan of goblins. I knew the name of the characters of goblins. I totally just poked a cookie. Like, as I was talking, I slammed <laughs> my finger into a cookie and there's crumbs everywhere. Um, <laughs> that's how you get ants. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, Patrick is gone. He's looking for his notes. He's he's cheating with notes. Does anybody remember? No. Iot Graham and Clashia Ig. Clashia, yes. Clashia was the like quiet one, like the one that was like very yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. And she cast fly on like six people, so she was like a level seventeen wizard, probably. Yeah, she was in like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like she was so quiet and didn't really say much, and then all of a sudden was like, I can make you all fly. We're like, wait, what? Was that the goblin at the end? The goblin. goblin. She was technically a goblin, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Goblins are the good guys. So you had that feast with with the Lightning Hands clan... Played with the goblins and then went forward through their like fancy electric y barrier, and that's when you met Skaggy. During the feast, was no. there like a weird dessert? Yes, there was. There was just spicy and pocket. pudding. Yeah. But when we went to the lightning shield, we met that douchebag's robot. robot. What's the douchebag's name? Yeah, anybody? We met Skaggy before the douchebag robot, which was Pig. No, 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 not Pig. We found a dead one first. We found a dead one one first, and we read its foot, and it said something worked. Elden. Arcana works. Fucking Elden. I'm super glad we made it to that guy. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And this like, one was, yeah. How smart were we to pick up a side character to join our party and then pick up a companion pet to also join our party? Yep. And I mean, oh, and there was just like three sessions back to back where it felt like all we did was fight. It was just like, okay, it was a combat. Then you move like 10 feet and there's another combat. And I'm like, I am tired of fighting. Let's get to the vault. Griznas! Griznas was the name of their giant god, sort of. Sorry, I've just found my book that has all of my stuff. You just. Crazy wizard in the cave is a note. Yeah. We took terrible notes. Milk equals Eldenite? Until Jen started taking fans. Elden Thorn Gage, Lita Thorn Gage, Brackett's sister. Oh, wow. You guys actually knew about Lita? Priests of the Riddle Smith? Question mark. I mean, it's not like Lita and the Riddle Smiths are doing anything in the background while you guys are all in Wildmount. First of all, I don't believe anything you say. Nonsense is happening. The world is over. Okay. Uh, I just remember the puzzle box. Merrick, what episode are we on? Uh, We're at like session six, five-ish. Okay. The first episode five. Yeah, the first Glowy blue light coming. Crazy wizard in the cave. Uh, Milk equals Eldenite, question mark. Elden thorn gauge, bracket, or not bracket, comma, Lida Thorngage, bracket sister. Priest of the Riddle Smith, uh, Binding the Rock, Kfall equals Nightmares. <laughs> uh, we found several items uh, a, a vellum sheet, some tube of metal, Robo oh, Dagger, Suction Cup. That's our escape, I feel. Tube of metal was your, was your water uh, purifier. Mm-hmm. And the the suction cup was the boot nullifier, the silence yeah. thing. Yeah, so that's your that's your escape. I mean, that's not as important as when Sumi shot an arrow and knocked a giant terrifying creature off of a thing. What I have written in very large letters is a giant fucking titan underscore <laughs> underscore underscore Delilah royalty question mark question mark question mark <laughs> underscore underscore I love how those are on the same level the titan slayers underscore question mark yeah it came up so many times too where Tarkin would just be like can I get more information on <laughs> I'm that? sorry are you a princess of some kind <laughs> Uh, and I mean, all of this came from the idea that I had of just, I want a dungeon that's one way and then stands up. That's so cool. Well, you've Episode achieved that. six. Jack Tour Krishtan. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. The mayor. The Maiden's Wish Casino. Margrave is, is the owner of that. What was Shell's best friend? The other oh briar. yeah, um, mm, Fairbriar. Fair what was his name? I didn't write that. Ani, Ani Fairbriar. Ani, yes. That's after we had escaped and become heroes. His no, he was, was best friends before we left. Now that I found was him he? under Dramatis Personae, his full name is Ani Ellen 
Fairbriar. Oni Allen. I didn't know that part. Because what I have written, and this is the first instance of them, is Master Arcanists, Lady Sabella. Marin. Yeah, yeah, Lady Sabella Cuthbert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird. Uh, Saren Avine. Cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool too. Uh, the Alabaster Lyceum. Dicks. But that's and when then, you had Kiki. Yeah, the next note is Keyleth, Voice of the Tempest. Kiki. Chris Derrick. Chris Derrick. Okay, yeah. Derrick was her, her like bodyguard. He was awesome. Yeah, her dude. And that's a that's a critical role reference uh, because it's a character that Liam O'Brien plays in a one shot. Cool, cool, cool. I had no idea. Yeah, whereas Kiki Keyleth is Marisha Ray's main character during campaign one. Kiki, and then after this, we're rich. Woo! Money stuff. And like the big this, hold on. This is a key. This is yeah. This is a key event because we have our our announcement ceremony to the city after oh, we yeah, defeated yeah, yeah. the Titan, and we meet Orin Ningle, the Norm- gnomish tailor, who gives us pimp ass outfits. Oh, he was so colorful. Yes, I loved that guy. And then don't we meet my uncle? I'm just gonna yeah, say it's a simultaneous event. Commander yeah. Metgin. Nessu? My hot uncle. Yep. Your hot Met- uncle. Met Janessu. Yeah, he was cool. He was your, a good guy. Your uncle. And it's a very a attractive hunk. family. And he was hanging out with that roguish dwarf man that Tarkan and Shell recognized from their uh, yeah, prologue. Yeah, that asshole. Oh, do we get to hear more about that? No. <laughs> Okay, your prologue adventure was nothing but mystery. Corey and I have taken a pact, a blood pact, to never share anything from our prologue. Oh, okay, okay. So after that, after that whole, like, beautiful, lovely, big scene, and Tarkan's getting his sword and all of this stuff, and you go back and you get your drinks, and then the next time you... um you like want to hit a bunch of stores and stuff. Nobody went to the tattoo parlor that I designed. I know. I'm so sorry. Merrick told me about this after. And I was like, can we go back? I wanted to very badly. It's magic tattoos. What? I know. It was, it was on top of like another one of the stores. And I was like, it was next to where we went. Looking for stuff. It was next to one of like I think it was a blacksmith or something. We were in the square and there was a tattoo parlor, and all I thought was magic tattoos. That's fucking sick. I want one so badly. There's a blacksmith next door, and we had like metal or something. I think or armor. We were selling something. We need to get money. It was you yeah. and me, Corey. And that, checking in on the sword. That's what it was, and all. Sorry, did you op- need to open your eyes there, Amanda? Were you falling asleep? Because it, it was just a shell and Tarkan adventure, and you were bored by it. You were just, you just like super <laughs> bored. Well, like, it wasn't a Delilah to me. Shell yeah, sure. was all about not getting tattoos, but you totally should have got tattoos. I all I like 
I wanted to very badly. And then we just moved past and I forgot about it and we left Kaimal. Yep. Delilah would have got a tattoo with you. I know. Yeah, I totally would have gotten a tattoo. And then outside, did you know? Did you know that the place that the red doors showed up has a name? No. Wait, what? Like what? the forest glade? Yeah. Um, where um as you were traveling uh west from Kaimal, there's Yeah, a on A twenty one PD. Yep. Called Bright Barrow Hill, which is known for Fey incursions. Yeah. Oh, I fucking no. wish we'd known that. Okay. Yeah, not known here's, by us. Here's a little uh little recap of uh of Tarkan's episode eight of Rise of the Ancients. 821 PD, almost 822 PD. Crazy Fedors <laughs> ensorcelling music. Pool of healing water? Ume the Red, 30 years at the court. Yeah. The Queen, thrice crowned queen. Sumi shut the queen. I don't know what that means. She shot the queen on the, on the, on the, um, Throne. That makes more sense than shut. I just didn't circle the O correctly. Right. Before you keep going, hang on. You've been on the road for four days. Yes. The Wildwood Byway is well-traveled, but you've had a few rough days pushing through heavy snow. It's evening now, just past dark with the stars lighting the sky and your fire warming you. That's when you hear the music. Everybody make charisma saving throws. <laughs> if only everyone had made charisma saving throws. We can just go back to Isaac for Sumi shooting the thrice crowned queen. Sumi that shot is, the queen. We should just keep tally. That shot number one that was very ill advised and poorly done. Like a great shot, but a bad choice. Yep. Yep. <laughs> My yeah, next. Right. There is numerous, numerous of those types of shots. Yeah. My next uh, note, which are not the greatest notes, is queen equals badass warrior mage. As yet undealt with. I don't want to talk about that. Saved Ume plus three minstrels. Gladys. Brown won't come back to bite you at all. Cordell. <laughs> Ride to Old Tower. <laughs> oh, so I've I learned we don't try to save people. Kill everyone. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> An old tower. That was a nice town with a little buried tower in the middle of the town. And why did you go into the tower again? Oh, because let me read some stuff about you. Let me read some stuff, Merrick. Okay, yeah. If everyone's cool. When we went down there, we I found a take my adventure hook. What was that, Corey? Corey? I think he's waiting for Patrick to read his notes. Okay, Patrick, go ahead. These are my notes of, uh, of episode eight. Ride to Old Tower. Small town with old ruins in center in Delightful Creek. Uh, yeah, portly Halfling Innkeep. I, like I like the Innkeep. Uh, Milo Toss Cobble. We also liked him. Eventually. Uh, it took a second. Uh, Katrine Amberdahl, declared of the Clared Order, who Tarkan totally slammed. I think she slammed you. She did. Uh, mid-50s, blonde, 
badass. These are my notes about Katrine Amberdahl. Uh, disappearances. That's the last note I took on episode eight because I was a fucking. We saw a dick. <laughs> you did. You saw a man peeing outside of a shitty, like <laughs> dirty yeah, inn yeah. or bar. But you, but you yeah. missed the murder cult. There I'm was sorry, a what? murder cult. Yeah, you completely missed that. What? what? <laughs> Oh my god! Did it have to do with the penis guy? No, like the shitty cult. cult. In the bar? In the bar? In the bar? I specifically mention um, a bunch of decorations that are maze-like, and with a successful religion check, would have brought that to one of the betrayer gods. And there was a murder cult in the basement I of that inn. I remember the religion and, check, and they both shit the bed. And nobody liked the beer in the inn, right? Everybody was there, and you're like, why are people here? There was the guy who was like trashed, like, out of his mind on shitty beer, because it was cheap. Yeah. And then peed outside, and, and they saw his and the, inn, the innkeeper was doing a puzzle, wasn't he? Exactly, because puzzling is one of the things from that particular betrayer god. Fuck that town. Um I also remember that Delilah hated like the mayor of that town. I'm like blamed every issue on that mayor. Like really targeted. I don't know. I just really didn't like because the mayor was so busy training for Her name is Palia, first of all. Because we're moving over to episode nine. (laughs) <laughs> Not for war. The mayor was busy training for like that, like Iron Man shit. Episode nine. There are twenty missing travelers in the past year. Oh uh, yeah. Do you think that those that was from the tower or maybe from the murder cult? It's probably now hearing about the murder cult. It's probably from the murder cult. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, one, uh, one note I have is Old Tower is haunted AF. Yup. Moon connection? <laughs> Drain in the center leads down. These are notes I took. Yeah, we just like left and we're like, figure it out. <laughs> Gryffindale <laughs> family? Question when mark? When you did go down, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the, the, um, lumberjack family was totally a red herring but like when you went down to the tower there was a monster down there that you fought and it nearly killed tarkan like absolutely the sort of thing that, that was like, the, when i almost fell off the edge right yeah exactly you almost fell down a giant hole that's totally the thing that you'd be thinking would be killing travelers not the murder cult <laughs> A giant hole in the bottom of the tower that why are the travelers even going there? But no, that's definitely what's killing all these travelers. What a key moment, though, is when we met Daryl Gig, the dwarven cartographer. Oh, yeah. Loved him. Who sold Tarkan his his maps. maps. The map. So many. Many maps. He bought several. And he had pigeons. Bitten. Lem. Lem was the name of the proprietor of the Cane and Monocle, who also happened to be the lead cultist of a cult to Torog the Crawling King. 
He was a moron, wasn't he? Wasn't he super stupid? No, he just didn't. No, you're thinking Bailey. Am I? I don't know who that is. Bailey was the heavyset man who was passed out on the bar, who then was in the fighting pit when you came up from the tower. Lem was doing the puzzle and not paying attention. Lem was doing the puzzle. Lem die? Lem did Did not die. No, it was it was when he was doing the puzzle. It seemed like he was really disinterested, and my brain went stupid. But yeah, we went to the tower. We there were Faye again, more Faye dancing. Oh, hold on. And Delilah was just Raven. Oh yeah. I was because I've written some notes here. Raving. Pallier is the mayor. Claret order. Blood, and then I wrote cleric, and then I crossed it out, and I wrote blood hunter. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah, because Katrina Amberdahl was a blood hunter. Right. Uh, And then I wrote trash tower, because it was a pile of garbage. Uh, Bronze dragon statue, don't forget, because it was worth money, but too fucking heavy. So we left it, because it was heavy. Uh, Order of the Dark Pearl ledger we did nothing with that that was immediately discarded yep water elemental killing tarkan is how i ended this session's notes and i mean and then as you came back up that bronze statue was trapped and you all fell asleep except for sumi i think immune to my uh, next uh, episode, episode Cortel. 10. Next episode starts with EEP! Exclamation. Equals fall. As I was being pulled off the edge as we ended in a cliffhanger, as Americans want to do. Uh, because of so evil convinced. disposition. You were so convinced you were going to die. I really thought I was going to die. Like, in an inescapable way. I thought I was getting pulled off the edge... And there was no way I was surviving it. Whew! Pulled up. Killed the tainted elemental. Goddamn fucking Fay is my <laughs> next note. Which I believe is when we creeped out of the uh, of the tower, like flipped the gate and stepped into the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was terrible. Terrible. And that was our last session in person. Was it really? Yeah. Um, when we f- when you the fought picture. Cordell, um, uh, and he had the Bloom Night Bloom Mike. That sort of arena battle in the old tower was the last time that we played in person. Fuck. That feels like a million years ago. Yeah, it really does. And we have these beautiful minis here. Yeah. Beautifully painted Hero Forge minis. Thank you, Patrick. We love them. I mean, maybe I we can use Shelly. We can work so Spoilers. hard. Spoilers. Uh, I wrote uh, as the notes for episode 10 uh, Cordell is a goddamn elf wizard man. Village battle. <laughs> um, Ube possessed again. Uh, sorry, and- there's uh, Tarkan Chan. 
the artist formally <laughs> were getting fucked. Shell was like unaffected and just trying to nunchuck. The rest of us couldn't do and up the like the wall of the tower and was just whapping at people. Uh, also, not a great fight. I'll just leap into the pit. All right. Well, let's speed it up a little bit. Get out of old tower. Go to the Dagger Bay Mountains, the foothills, and Tarkan meets yet another love of his life. And that's where, like, he started seeing some technology being used. The uh, um, the hill giants had uh, the Arcana, like the spine thingy that Tarkan stole. Has Tarkan ever made a good sex decision? Sorry, what? <laughs> Has Tarkin ever made a Do good sex Sorry, I can't hear you. Mm-hmm. There must be a connection issue. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. My notes for episode 12 are double giants in the hills, weird metallic upgrades, question mark, and then there's a, a heart, Lieutenant Zenthra Twinsteel, nee Silas. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I mean... Shortly after, well, from Zenthra, you heard about Ebisogorus's tower. Hill tower. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, found skin of steel. I underline that. Skin of steel is awesome, and I love it. Uh, the spine of shock, however, not so much. Bad bad news bears. So, yeah, we the are. The tower is also bad news bears. Yeah, we're officially in our second arc, which I named the Dagger Bay arc, which starts with you leaving Old Tower and then ends with you in Amon. But like, yeah, that tower was cool. What happens in between? And there was like, you know, Ebis, who was clearly experimenting with some stuff, had had a pet upstairs that. Yeah. We've lost cookies. I dropped the cookies. First of all, no. floor does not equal no cookies. I can't reach them, though. You don't just get the cookies. You don't have to, like, you're not contained to a location. Amanda needs a drink break. Before we discuss her untimely death. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, episode, thir- episode 13 is a, is a a hefty start. Session 13. The episodes are all broken up. I don't care about how you released them. Episode it's like how 30. I've recorded them as episodes. <laughs> Whiskey sex. Whiskey sex? Sucks. No, it does not. I don't feel drunk still. Like, titch drunk, but I have a huge headache. Oh, you're doing it wrong. It's because you have sugar whiskey. Sugar yeah. in your whiskey is delicious. If you drink regular whiskey, you get buzzed, and then if you drink enough water, you balance that out, and it's fine. And no hangover. What happened to Merrick? He's right there. Yeah, but he's lying down. Isn't Merrick handsome, though? I, put I love Merrick's face. Good night. I fell asleep. I actually had a micro nap today while Jen was playing her new video game. What video game? Uh, Immortal Phoenix Rising. I knew it. 
I'm already so invested. Is it not very Breath of the Wildy? It is exactly Zelda again. I've heard many Zelda. things where they were like they used the same font, even. But what they did do, they switched the some of the control buttons, so it's fucking me up bad. <laughs> it's it's similar, but not the same. So, like, the pickup button in Zelda is the dodge button in this game. So, if I press it, I've almost jumped off of things because she'll, like, geek to the side. I'm going to have to go back in and switch them. So, uh, yeah, you went south to Hill Tower and you were like, this wizard, he's probably just, like, you know, totally fine vacationing. He winters in Marquette, it says here. But um figured check on him. Yeah. Remember when we all broke in through window except for Delilah? Except for the road. thief. Yeah, all three of us went through an upper window, and Delilah just opened the door and walked through. <laughs> this is apparently where you get the potion of hill giant strength that Tarkan drinks in the season oh. finale. Yes, I've held on to it that long until it was a crucial moment. Like, didn't even use it with the Odge. Nope. Wasn't scared then. The only time that both Tarkan and Patrick knew fear was that fight. But let's. But I mean, we'll go back to Tarkan was a coward before that. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) so I mean, Delilah died. These are the dark days. Yeah, I have a yeah, my... bread and a blanket to get me through this conversation right now. <laughs> Our first my section 13 notes start with Undead Beholder killed Delilah. Yeah. And then this we played. It was emotional. Yeah. We played for like another 90 minutes. <laughs> we took a break. Yeah. And yeah. then we were like, okay, I guess we keep playing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, went off-road across the Sahanin Basin. Big ol' frog. Don't forget about the druid. Uh, I have ignored that. Uh, (laughs) Smashed through a giant camp. Jen made a friend with a bone druid. I don't think we made friends. (laughs) No, see, yeah, Tarkan wasn't there for that. Because he was fucking asleep when (laughs) Sumi just fucked off on her watch. So... Well, all of this happened, when we took the break, Merrick texted me and said, I think I can bring Delilah back, but you need to make a character for the time being. And I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> I was horrified. I think over the break I said something like, I think Amanda's like, she's really sad, Merrick. Like, yeah. Sad. No, I was checking in with people. I'm like, how's everybody doing? <laughs> yeah. I was so sad. I was like, I don't It was like one of those traumatizing events where you just like pretend it's okay and you just you're just like, but it'll be okay if I just don't think about it. Tarkin I thought about it. it Tarkin thought about it constantly. Yeah, this would be the real start of Tarkan and Shell's, like, constant bickering. Mm-hmm. Delilah, your death broke then. Their honeymoon phase was over. You ruined Shattered that. Tarkan pretty hard. 
Uh, imagine what was happening to Delilah during all of that. She was dead. Yeah, I was like, nothing. nothing. You were Ash. <laughs> you were a pile of really She gets some pretty terrible nightmares now. Yeah, she doesn't fully remember what happened on the other side. What I what I recall is uh, we arrived in the Emerald Outpost. Delilah is apparently betrothed. Yeah, this is what we learned of that. Um. So the letter said, "Dear Ms. Lords." Oh, but before I read, before I read the letter, of course, you had to break into the safe. Oh, of course. That apparently, Delilah was supposed to do. But uh, we didn't break into the safe. Well, how did that happen? A sister broke into the safe. Right, Azaria did it. Her name, Azaria, Delilah's older sister, much hotter, is one of the notes I've taken. <laughs> Whoa. Wow! Shots fired! Whoa! <laughs> and she liked what? tea instead of liquor. Yeah, it's super weird to have Amanda playing a character who doesn't drink. I am taking uh, it. Yeah, uh, the notes for uh, episode 14, where we're on currently, apparently. Uh, Joyful Ascent is the airship. In the Emerald Outpost. Uh, Captain yep. Cloud Melody. has to fly. Yeah. Something called Broomstone? Question mark? Yeah. Uh, met Azaria, Delilah's older sister, comma, much hotter. Would anyone else <laughs> have any points to and make? And now Amanda is extremely jealous that she is hotter than herself. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you think I'm hotter than me? Uh, dear Ms. Lords, it is with great humility that I must beg your forgiveness. Oh, I should do this in the voice now that we've actually established Lord Gabriel's voice. As soon as the boorish activities of my colleague came to light, I saw that he was chastened. You will have no more trouble from Simon von Gerhaus. And should you wish it, he will deliver you a personal apology when next you are in Kaimau. He was, alas, unaware of our causal arrangement. It is not yet public knowledge among our syndicate, as I had hoped you and I could be introduced in person to see if this match was fated beyond prudence. As an olive branch, I wish to offer you this manor and these servants as yours for as long as you require. You will find a generous tender of my regard in the master bedroom safe. I have not enclosed the combination, as I would consider that an insult to your skills. Until we meet, cordially yours, Gabriel Reimer. Was that the real one? No. Yeah. No. It oh, been, was not been, the real one. He'd been fake Gabriel for many years, I think. Wow. Um, Had he been? Uh, I think it was only a couple of months. So really? when the arrangement point, was originally set up, was it Gabriel? Yeah, it was with the original Gabriel. Playboy mm-hmm. Gabriel. So that would explain why Delilah's reaction was to run. Yeah. And I mean, Playboy Gabriel, uh, that sort of setup would have been with the clasp and probably with Playboy Gabriel's dad, who then died. And then Playboy Gabriel started like throwing the money around and the clasp was like, Your, this investment is going south you need to go and scare him. And then Vam Vox, instead of scaring him, killed him and took his position. Oops. Oh, I didn't know he was dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. No, no, he's totally not dead. 
That's my mistake. He's not. Oh. The, he's being held by the other doppelgangers. That's my thought. Oh. Did we know that? Yeah. I thought I thought he was dead. We no, did they, know that? they did mention that he's he's being held safely. Oh yeah, I think Delilah didn't care. This was the Gabriel she wanted. Yeah. yeah. Immediately yeah. she was like, "Wait, you can be whatever I need you to be." I'm good. Discard original possible. One of my favorite interactions between Gabriel and Delilah, and I know we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but is when Delilah was like, so you can be like this one night, and then you can be like Gabriel the other night? I'm in. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, he was like, I, oh, they were like, uh, I, I suppose. Yep. And uh, then we also met some other characters in uh, in the town of the Emerald Outpost. Yeah, Alenda uh, Stardazzle, and uh, and and Raven, her her compatriot. Yeah, Boy, together she was mad at us. Together they are the Stardazzles. Yes, they are. They were also an adventuring group, uh, and I believe that they were the ones who were looking for the coat. Yeah, they were the ones who had um, commissioned the coat. And from uh, I, from the wizard man. Yeah, from Ebisagoras. And I had specifically designed that as a magic item that Delilah would want to steal. And then she died, so you just gave it over to these other adventurers. Yeah, she got lasered to fuck. <laughs> and she you? was worn around Sumi at that time, so... It was My like last a magic note. leather coat. I My last note of episode 14 where we met the Stardazzles is Gabriel Reimer equals Delilah's fiance out of Wildmount? Question mark. The intrigue began there with the Wildmount. The intrigue so began a long time ago. Next episode we head to uh, Amon. We did. And we skipped your very scary story hook of the mines, the archaeology, the archaeology dig. Yeah, uh, very, very clearly I've written on here. It's the 11th of Horizal. We left the Emerald Outpost, circumvented the Wyvern's Roost, uh, snuck through past some creatures in the mountains. Uh, oh no the uh the, oh no we should talk about that real quick so um when you when you skipped like you made the hill giants run after sumi and then you didn't go to the wyverns and then you went up into the mountain pass and that was with the uh it was called like the thunderer or something and that was a playtest monster from a kickstarter so if you had fought it we would have been included as playtesters in that book, but you what? skipped by it. No, and so you never got to play Making us fight it. Just make it attack us. Eric Thunderer. It was called an Eric Thunderer. You know, you do we have did. some control over the universe, Merrick. No, we I of course don't want to fight the monsters. You Merrick. insane person. We suck at this. Just make it attack. In episode 15, all I've written is us not fighting things. We were on like we were on a laser path to get to Delilah. It was get to Amon and bring back Delilah. 
Yeah, because we also had that um, fun hook for the the Glabrezu. Would you say that it perhaps is in a vault in the Feltbriar bog? Yeah. Which I've written a note to go back to that we will never go back to. (laughs) That was for these. I had a, um, uh, a PDF of notice boards that I bought on the DMs Guild. 50 more notice boards. And so I've still got them printed out. And one of them was the Glabrezu. Um, I've also written a huge note underneath uh, the box that I've written for Glabrezu in a vault in the Feltbriar Bog. Is a tipsy grape. Oh, yeah. That place was dope. In all capitals with an exclamation mark. So that we did not forget the name of the bar we were going to. Well, yeah, we kept calling it the wrong name. We Correct. That's a uh, great name of a bar. In the bottom right corner of my notes, I've written, you see the notes there? Yeah. It says, also Delilah is alive. Yeah. What? Very small Why notes. is it so tiny? Why are you so Tarkan tiny? was very shook. But that wasn't until we went to the place. It's when we arrived. Yeah, that was all in one session. Yeah, I still can't. Great. And we met Slade, and then Sumi asked Slade on a date, and then we went to the Alabaster Lyceum, and then we crashed at Slade's, and Slade was braiding hair. That was the then... next episode, sweetie. But Delilah wasn't back yet. For your yes, date, she was. I was. No, Do you know why I know that? Because episode 16, halfway through, is gave Sumi family necklace of parents for date with Slade. No, 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 no. I'm saying I asked him on the date the night before. Oh, we didn't I... go on the date till the next day. And then we went to the Alabaster Lyceum, and we had a sleepover at Slade, and he braided yes. hair. And then the dad came in the middle of the night. Yes, and, and he brought back uh, uh, Delilah, and she was naked as fuck. Naked! Oh, yeah. And I just totally picture that scene as like, a like terrible '90s cult movie where like this person is laid out on this dining room table. That's also and, what I picture. Oh yeah, and like lightning for no reason. Oh yeah, like the craft, but so much worse. Yeah, super craft. Um, I totally forgot about those two really really poor assassins who attacked you in Kaimal. In the in popped into my head. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, no, no. Going back with naked Delilah on the table. That's when you finally see her clasp tattoo. Oh yeah, and then you see like my side. side. Yeah, it's and like then Zara just disappears. Tattoo on my side. Yeah, the huge one. It's like down your whole back slash side. Tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then you like peace out, peace, mofos. Episode yeah. sixteen. Uh, Charlotte is running ops for her dad, who's now, like, is sort of shitty, because he cast a, a wish spell to bring back yeah. Delilah. Is he mad at us at this point, or not yet? He fucking hates not us. Yet. Not yet. Oh, we not just yet. haven't no, gotten no, there yet. yet. He just mentally hates us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, no, Lady Sabella. Useful. Lady Sabella is up north, uh, investigating some other stuff. Forget her. Um, Saren is out uh, on the coast in the Crystal Fen Caverns. Uh, and Tiv- Tivania? 
is off in Syngorn? Yeah, Tavanya. We bought magic shit. Yeah. And I believe that's where we meet Gilmore. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So the thing, I'm still trying to look up the thing that um, uh, that that you were supposed to fight. It wasn't an Eric because it was an Eric Frog, which was from Arcana of the Ancients. It was like, um, it was something Thunderer, but it's in Tome of Beasts 2 by Kobold Press. Corey, you met Gilmore. He was my best friend. <laughs> He's everyone's he best friend. Um, I don't think Delilah liked him. Delilah doesn't <laughs> okay, like what a, what a metric to base everything on. Who then, Delilah likes? I found it. Sorry, it was an avalanche screamer. That sounds like words you've said to us before that made us go, I'm so glad we didn't look at your monster, you psycho. If you'd fought the avalanche screamer, I would have put in a playtest report and we would have been listed as playtesters in Tome of Beast 2 by Kobold Press. Which you didn't say to us out loud as humans. You just right. said, there's a monster on the hill. What do you do? And we said, don't fuck with that monster. <laughs> of course. We Sorry, learned, like you. a, if it's leaving us alone, let's leave it alone. Did- no, we didn't learn that at all. <laughs> no, that was a lesson for one session, and then we went, let's poke that. There's a bear. Poke it harder. Is everybody poking? <laughs> what were you going to say, love? Then Sumi got way overdressed for her date. Yeah. That's actually a note I wrote. Sumi what? was... And then in all capitals, way overdressed. This he was dressed for like the Academy Awards and they went to like a, a dock tavern. Yeah. It was like was, this, I love this place. And she was dressed for the Academy Awards. Which was a potential <laughs> it was a potential hook for Shell. <laughs> Wait, so what? The food was incredibly good. Like um uh, Slade took Sumi to a place that would basically be like the five star amazing place that you only know about if you heard about it. Like it was that really, really good thing. But if you went there, Shell would have recognized the food as being from Tazarm, from oh. being from where he was from, because the cook in the back room that nobody saw was a hobgoblin. Yeah. You crafty motherfucker. That's so and crazy. You, Why would I go won- alone? <laughs> and you only and you only met uh his wife. Jen did. Only Jen, because it was a date, and so people went did not go with her. And this was the first time that Tarkan opened up. Yeah. The and then he gave he but gave also, uh like- Sumi his mother's necklace. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna read the thing uh when you arrived the the episode after you arrived in Amon. After days of journeying from the Dagger Bay Mountains, you arrived in Amon and met up with Slade Adlam. He took you back to the Alabaster Lyceum where you settled into his family's rooms. Slade's father, Gerwald Adlam, showed up shortly after you, spoke for a time, and then you made a deal. 
he would bring Delilah back in exchange for your help with these ancient artifacts and primordial titans which had been stirring. He cast a wish spell, and Delilah returned. In a scary, craft-like session. Oh, I forgot about the deal. Amanda, you and I should discuss what Azaria, or what Azara is doing. Oh, yeah. Huh, I wonder what she is doing now. Yeah, because I've already got plans for the rest of your family. I know what they're doing. Hmm. Interesting. And she had nothing to do with the family. She was like on the run from the family. Yeah, she's on her own. Uh, yeah. Give hmm. that some thought. If you have any ideas, send them my way. I'll note them in and add them. Yeah. I like how you have a plan for the rest of the family. I can't wait to meet her parents at some point. Yeah. Oh, like I just want to see what how you have them pictured. I gotta I gotta do a little bit more work on them, but if we ever get close to it, I have some ideas. Yeah. Uh oh man. I was I have an idea for her mom. There's like a way that I picture her mom. Okay. You should definitely send me that info. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we will have to speed up a little bit as uh, Jen is looking forward to ending the call. <laughs> I like the way that was said versus the, the emotion she did, which was, I sleepy. It was Jen hates you and doesn't want to talk to you anymore. She wants to hang up on you all. <laughs> Okay. It's not bad. It's just I'd be able to get tomorrow morning. This is morning. Bad. I mean, we can switch. No, because I hate groceries. I got to drink water until I'm sober again. <laughs> um, Why? No, I just hate going to sleep drunk. Why? Oh. So like, it feels like shit. Um, oh. Messing around in a mon, like we talked about going to Gilmore's, which is really really fun. I love Gilmore. He's one of my favorite critical role characters and being able to like play him was really, really fun. But then um, Delilah started trying to connect with the clasp and met the um, uh, one of one of the um, freaking leaders of the clasp in Amon. Zaloa? One of my favorite characters too. What was her name? She Saloa. was so kick-ass. Saloa, yeah. I liked her. She was really, really cool. There we go. Spiraling Zaloa. And this, for some reason, like, in these in these sessions, like, every second NPC was a half-elf. I don't know what... <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of half-elves we encountered. Um, And, like, okay, so, like, hanging out with Zaloa, you, you ended up uh, finding the clasp's entrance to the caverns, which completely bypassed the Alabaster Lyceum's way into the caverns, uh, which was good for you because they were partnered with um, like a grave watchers guild and you would have had to go through a graveyard in the northern part of the city and fight ghosts. I hate that so much more and I'm so glad we didn't do that. I want to fight ghosts. Let's fight ghosts. And then we we got into an area where a um a titan was a little bit more like 
active. It was it wasn't as much like the um like the Kaimal one since a couple of weeks had passed. The the um there was all that stuff going on in the in the caverns. And like you you <laughs> Pretty early a ton of scary monsters, Merrick. You're really skipping over the scary monsters. What about the slide? Pretty early on, you met uh, Old Pale Darkness. What's his other name? Old Pale Darkness's other name? No, sorry. His. Uh... No, you're talking Mumbly Bob. Yeah, Kevabeev. That's the one. The Mind Flayer Bounty Hunter? A mercenary more than Bounty Hunter. Weird. He seems familiar at this point. (laughs) But like, and then, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go down into the Crystal Fen Caverns, and you meet the scary three-eyed zombies, and then Shell starts speaking psychically to a creature that uh, Patrick thinks is an elder brain. And later turns out to be an Aboleth. And not just one Aboleth. There's a court of three Aboleths. What was that? If she's like the princess or something? Yeah, it was Old Pale Darkness, um, the Empress Executor, and... Oh, what was the The third Greater one? Dusk. The Greater Dusk. And someone complimented the Empress on her looks. Yeah, I think Tarkan said... Oh, you're looking very, very good. <laughs> Tarkan doesn't fuck around when it comes to scary monsters. But like there, there had been a war going on, sort of between um, the creatures and uh, the city, the unseeable city of Salar. And uh, Old Pale Darkness convinced you to go and figure out what was going on. You went through the super kaleidoscopic tunnel, Triple Hall, Triple Hall, where you met the Odge. Such a we nice also met the slods Such at, the, a good at the embassy. That was yeah, a big thing. I mean, you're kind of glazing over the, the Odge battle. The Odge was the previous thing before we met the Old Pale Darkness. Or before we met the court, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like... Big old know, lightning heart I've written. Definitely spoke, the Titan. Spoke to Old Pale Darkness. Number two of Sumi shooting. This one was a good choice, though. Was it? <laughs> yes. It was a better choice, that's for sure. So to give a little bit of uh, background for anybody who reads the Stormlight Archive, and so this is mostly for Patrick on this call. Gen 2. Gen likes Stormlight Archive. I'm sorry. Okay. The Odge is modeled after Odium. That makes sense. It looks a shit ton of sense, actually. So I gotta find my eye drops. <laughs> Pretend I'm crying. Um, Best prank ever. The Odge fight was really fun because I like I modeled it after the art in the Arcana of the Ancients book, and so I wanted it to be like a really weird 3D floaty around fight. Well, that's how it what? felt. Really odd. And everybody was so like certain that the Odge was the Titan, but it, it, he's he wasn't. 
I wrote definitely the Titan, Merrick. Oh, I'm sorry. In real words, I wrote definitely the Titan. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought I'm sorry. I thought I made it clear that he was imprisoned there. I was pretty clear on that. Yeah, Merrick, we're very stupid. No, you actually technically never found the Titan. What? Yeah. Okay, I'm pissed about that. Let's go back. I feel like the whole Titan. Oh, uh, so after he met the court. And everything was kind of cool, and we got some cool magic shit. Yeah. Ooh, floating blue plant stuff. I love that. Yeah, we rescued the the um, wizards from the Alabaster Lyceum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who were trapped there, um, which is why we went there. I believe um, Savan was one of them. Yeah, Saren Avine. Saren. That's the one. Saren. Uh, and then a werewolf attacked Amanda for a second. Um, <laughs> I have a note here. It's a very key note. That says Gerwald is a controlling dick. Yeah, yeah, he is. It's a very key note. It's very separated from every other note I have on that page, uh, which is followed by "We're staying uh, at the Young Geese." Kirk Donovan is the innkeeper. Yep. Notes. Ooh, I'll read the thing. This is back before I like when I took notes. <laughs> Your rooms at the Young Geese were comfortable and lovely, though the cold welcome that you had at the Alabaster Lyceum still sticks with you. It's been a long couple of days and a very, very long month since you all started this journey together back during Winter's Crest. It would be understandable if you were still reeling from the negotiations you just finished with several extraplanar psychic monstrosities, or from the encounter you had with the Odge, the creature that claimed divinity and apparently used you to escape from some sort of millennia-old confinement, or even from the sudden death and rapid resurrection of one of your party members. Now, you're in Iman, it's a fresh day, you've booked passage on the Maiden's Dance to go south to the Riffinmist Peninsula, but there are many opportunities in front of you. What do you do? How about fuck that? How about fuck that? Okay, um, so I've written 10 to 12 days to the Riven Mist. The next note, immediately teleport to Porta Mali. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, so two things here. Uh, the Maiden's Dance is reused from a campaign that Jen and I ran with our friends Ali and Adam from Nanaimo. They sailed on the Maiden's Dance from Iman to Kettlebreath Isle in a short campaign that we ran like three years ago now. And once again, I tried to get you on a skyship. Yeah, we said no. And you're like, we said, that takes too long. We need magic. I was like, all right, Humir Skyfall and the Crown Jewel. But nope, never mind. Like I had that set up. That was going to be a thing. Nope. Go to Gilmore. Teleport to Port Tamale. Mm-hmm. Oh, because we wanted to sell stuff. Yeah, because you had the the um the crown and the scepter of the reef baron. The next yeah, note I have requests. after uh well to be fair, in our minds, going to Port Damali and selling the crown and scepter was like a day. We thought we'll just go there and then fast. immediately head back. 
let's see how well that goes for us. Uh, my next note is Lucidian arc. Uh, De- <laughs> Delilah is in all capitals totally a princess. <laughs> Oh man, I've got some beautiful art in uh, in my um, in my OneNote of uh, Lord Gabriel Rhymer's estate. Yeah, uh, this, I have place was weird rad. Note. this is when I start sort of taking a weird turn on my notes. Uh, Sumi is a monk now. I think it was because we chose to go shopping for like loose fitting clothing. Yeah, and she was showing her was very hot. showing her midriff. Um, yeah. Delilah is in all capitals hot and definitely I've I did not finish that sentence. Just, <laughs> there's nothing after that. I uh, think the next part though. of that sentence was the hottest sister. Uh possibly. I doubt it though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you were like barely wearing clothes. There was like some cloth on you barely. Yeah, it was like flowing flowing silks. Uh Lord Gabriel Rhymelord. Fiance is the oh, owner of Lord. Exalted Collection Auction House. Holy shit, what a pimp house. Gabriel hot as fuck, exclamation. Right? Also, yeah. crime yeah. guy. Big crimes. No, you were the crime guy. Remember how good Tarkan was at the crime? <laughs> First of all, Tarkan was the best at crime. <laughs> <laughs> Shut no. up. Ben really thought that you were great at it. <laughs> he was very sneaky. Uh, asparagus equals leave. Cauliflower equals kill. <laughs> that will totally not get mixed up. I. Uh, this is where I started taking good notes. <laughs> I'm glad we switched. <laughs> yeah, we, we I started taking nonsensical notes and then no notes. So, yeah, we met Lord Gabriel, and then we were, he was going to have a dinner party, and Sumi and Delilah were like, oh, man, we don't have outfits for that. We went back into the city and bought outfits, and Delilah bought that white and gold battle dress that she had, like, knives sewn into. Yeah. And it was Super crazy. Yeah. The dress was amazing. I want that in real life. Yeah, yeah. I believe you said that out loud while we were playing that game. <laughs> Uh, Sumi wore the ethereal white sheer dress. Shell wore a silk black pants with orange shirt with a feather in his hat. And Tarkin wore a white silk three-piece suit with lots of silver embroidery. We spent a long time discussing those outfits, yeah. We go shopping a lot in this game. (laughs) We were so... Um, (laughs) So this is my thing. Uh, The Exalted Collection Auction House is immense and overflowing with wealth and its hospitality has been extended to you. Lord Gabriel Reimer, the owner of the auction house, sits at the head of a grand table filled with food and populated with flamboyant, colorful guests. To his left, his closest confidant, a human woman named Bin, and to his right, his fiancée, Delilah Lords. And then in brackets, I have a note for myself. Think smooth voices jester. (laughs) He rises to give a toast. It is my great pleasure to have all of you at one table. My closest friends, my fiancée, and her companions, which I hope I may call friends. Pleasantries aside, I cannot help but marvel at how lucky I am. This life is truly blessed, and it is my honor to share it with you. 
So to good friends, grand adventures, and new beginnings. Smooth voices, yeah. Jester. <laughs> also, I just have some notes here about um, Delilah and Gabriel had relations. Woo! And then uh, Delilah stabs Gabriel, who's actually a shapeshifter. <laughs> I've, I've, I've written some notes. It's about the party. Bin, fancy Marquesian lady. Prin, half elf, half elf, fighter jock. Uh, Fi, quiet boy, Prin's cousin. Cleric? Harse, a big ass Goliath barbarian. Jin, tabaxi wizard. Docs, gnome, definitely a wizard. Uh, Horsall 25. Sumi's birthday is today. <laughs> yeah, and you got the cake. You got a butterfly cake. No, we did. a hummingbird cake. Yep. But was it actually Sumi's no. birthday? No. no. She said it was. <laughs> yeah. Also, Tarkin, who was it that you wanted to try to fuck at that party? Uh, I believe it was Ben. It was oh, Ben. Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, Patrick just read out the characters. Can anybody guess what fictional characters I based all of these NPCs on because that was how I set them in my head. Seven dwarves. No. Okay. They're not from the same property. A lot. Mm, wait. Hmm. Never mind. They are all from Aladdin. Huh. No way. They are all from Aladdin. Not just from the first movie. Uh-huh. Throughout all three movies. Wow. That's cool. I don't think Harse I is the guard chief. Harse is no. Oh, you were so close. Razul is here, but it was um, Prin. No, uh, pr- yeah, Prin. Prin. Yeah, that's what I said. Prin. Oh, I heard Ben. No, heard. Yeah. Prin. Half elf fighter jock. You got it. Prin was Razul. Harse is Saluk, the one with the uh, tiger claw weapon in... The bad guy in Prince of Thieves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bin is Abu. (laughs) (laughs) Fancy Marquisian lady. Yeah. Also, Uh, best friend to Gabriel, Aladdin. Okay, the gnome wizard who was all over the treasure. No, it's a, a fucking parrot. Yeah, it's Iago. Yeah, it's Iago, yeah. Uh, Fi, the one who was later revealed to be uh, uh, Gabriel's father, was Kasim, the prince, prince uh, the king of thieves. That's right, king of thieves, sorry. King of thieves. Uh, okay. Aladdin's dad? Yeah. Oh, this is amazing. I love knowing how this It's amazing. How's the song? Jin is... Uh, 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 bad guy, snakes. Jin, snakes. What's his name? Come on, I'm not going to give that one to you. Jafar? Fuck. There you Jafar. go. Fuck. Yes. Thank the, you. God damn the, it. The I got female. bad guy, snakes, wizard. <laughs> God damn it, Eric. Give it to me. <laughs> no. Uh, the I've female, had several shots of whiskey. The female Tabaxi wizard was Jafar. <laughs> 
Okay, first of all, I'm very glad that I got Tabaxi Wizard. <laughs> Was Gabriel then Jafar? Or not Jafar, Aladdin? Yeah, Gabriel is yeah. Jester with Aladdin mixed in. That's how I play him. Smooth Aladdin voices. What did you say was the note for that one? Smooth Jester voices. Smooth Jester voices. My favorite note. I love it. This makes me like him even more. It makes me like Gabriel so much more. It's a great character. I have some other notes for this session. Delilah sailed? Question mark, question mark. Also the clasp. Sisters plural. Dad protective. Myriad, the myriad, all in capitals, exclamation mark. Uh, Lord we- Gabriel is dead as hell, or not? <laughs> dot dot dot. I loved this session because it started off with that party, and then, um, like Delilah got to really get to know uh, Gabriel Vam a little bit, and then we ended with the pirates cliffhanger. That was a fucking nuts cliffhanger, especially since I feel like it was a really long time from that cliffhanger till the next time we played. And it was like like a crazy cliffhanger. It was nearly a month. It was four weeks. Yeah. Also, America, that was an amazing session. That was probably one of my favorites. And I know I'm biased. It had a lot to do with Delilah, but it was a good session. It was a good session. It was a lot of and intrigue. A, and there's an important thing to say, too. Which was? He came up with another code word, broccoli. Oh, that's right. That you, that Lord Gabriel could say to let you know it's uh, them. How do you say their name? Vam Vox. Yes. Yes. And I believe that's the session. Yeah, we're at nighttime. But just prior to um, Shell being attacked by the pirates, um, Delilah came out butt ass naked uh, and whipped a knife. At uh, her fiance, which was Vam, the uh, changeling assassin, it, which at which point we just we discovered that uh, Gabriel Reimer was not Gabriel Reimer and was Vam, the changeling assassin, uh, and Delilah was very on board with that. <laughs> yeah, I said doppelgangers earlier, but they are definitely all changelings. Slight Sorry, that was me pulling from our Tola session. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, okay. So then you get on a boat, you head out to the ocean and everything goes fine. <laughs> no, I can say those words in, like <laughs> next to each other with a straight face. You evil monster. I'm really surprised at uh how easily the um the sort of altercation with the pirates went. Everybody kind of danced around each other until they all just left. Yeah, and then Chell was all like, I'm going to go on my own. You guys, you go do your own thing. We're like, yeah, no, we're coming. And he's like, no, I just, I'm going to just go check out. I, I'm not sneaking away. We're like, yeah, no, you're not. What I believe specifically happened, and this is very crucial, was he said, this was a family matter. He had to deal with his family. And all of us said, yeah. And that's why we're going. going. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I gotta go deal with this. And we're like, cool, where are we going? Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing? 
And then the the campaign takes a hard left turn where it's like, well, we're all into backstory stuff now. Forget about Titans. Yep. Okay, Merrick. It took a hard left turn where we forgot about Titans when it was, you can make money from this (laughs) crown and scepter over in Wildmount. And we went, oh, money. Oh, I have such good notes about both Titans that you skipped. Both? There's only two? Um, So other Titans are like sort of have rough outlines of what you'll find when you head in that direction. And I'll write them in when you start heading that direction. But the one in Dagger Bay and the one in Riffin Mist are fully written. Yeah, we said fuck that to those because Merrick, yeah. it'll only take us a day to go to Port Demolly <laughs> to sell our crown and scepter. Less than. And yeah, it'll take less than a day and make a hundred grand and leave. Of magic. Cut to maybe that's not the case. And then you get out onto the Lucidian Ocean and everything's fine except. Fire in the cabin, fire in the hold, fire in the strong room, melting the gold. Fire, fire, fire down below. Fetch a bucket water, fire down below. And they're so eerie to, to hear you say it and then hear the delay in my other ear. Gets really like distant. I get around. Yeah, but like a not in sync round. It's too far. Uh, you're missing a really important part about the boat. Two important parts. Nope. Three important mm-hmm. parts. Just the hat and the parrot. Nope. Yeah, it was just that it was a cool boat, and then we got to an island. It was everything and all good. Captain Von Feathercat. There is Von Featherhat. Yeah, she was cool. And her parrot peanut. Walnut. Walnut. And then there was a really hot dude named Vinson. Vinson of Den Hythenos. Such a mysterious character with a backstory yet to be revealed. And a Too great bad. tattoos and a deep, deep V. One key feature about Vinson is that he fucking sucks at fighting and <laughs> loses. Yeah. Okay, I think that's like a bit extreme. He like like had a very good back and forth with you for a very long time and then you won and then he was like awesome about it and you guys had a great fight and it was So very what's delicious. what's cool about that is doesn't matter if you win by an inch or you win by a mile. Winning is winning. So Vincent is a uh Kensei bard. Oh, god damn it! I almost lost to a fucking bard! Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad I kicked his stupid flu-playing ass! I'm sorry, what? Stupid dick! I hate bards! I'm sorry, what? Not <laughs> Shell. I mean, Shell, Shell, I, mean like. I love Shell. Legitimately. To my oh, core. Tarkan was best friends with Shell. Like brothers. Like the arguing brothers? 100%. And Tarkin was just hurt after Delilah oh, died. And Tarkin he was hurt it. nonstop. Yeah. There was no part of Tarkin's backstory that. Uh, sorry, are we getting to reveals? Oh, or we're getting soon. 
We're getting close. I mean, no. I mean, everybody's heard it at this yeah. point. If if you're listening to this, we assume that you've been listening to our podcast. Sorry, we uh, Ulrich. I loved show. Yeah, Ulrich uh, was hurt his whole life, and uh, Shell was a brother that he uh, he never had. Even oh, we're going to see Ulrich's family, and if they weren't nice to him. So like I was saying to Amanda earlier, Patrick, whenever you have any other ideas about the Cardanius, or sorry, the Winterborn family. I was like, excuse me? What's the name? Um, One thing. So with the, with the, uh, the return of the red doors ish, um, one thing tower, Merrick, Jesus, hell, fire, Christ. Um, one thing that I didn't use, uh, I had Vincent uh, singing a counter charm, but in the moment I felt like it was really awkward. I didn't want to sing the counter charm, but what I had uh, written it as he was singing a Zemnian lullaby. So I went and I found a German lullaby. Merrick, why did you sing that? <laughs> Patrick would have uh, lost his mind. Yeah. I don't know. I I might not have had time to prep it all, but yeah. So he was he was singing a Zemnian lullaby to counter charm the Fey uh, magic that was that was messing up the crew. Because he's dreamy. His trident fighting is pretty pretty intense. And the red and he's okay, right? He's good. Red doors were lie. We got um, barbecued turtle. Yep. Uh, Tarkan leapt incredibly nimbly out of the top of a tower into a tree and like drifted to the ground and started killing dudes. Sure did. I Battle am of yeah, I'm blown away by that not killing me. <laughs> I was like, well, for sure, I leap heroically out of a tower and die. And it was, you are okay, and you start fighting again. And I was like, oh, I see. And that's when I got my sick ass belt buckle. So, so this um, this particular module of uh, getting to this island and this tower and so on was something that you were always going to run into, and this was the second incarnation of it because the first one assumed that you were taking an airship to Wild Mount, and it was on a hill. And they weren't dressed up as pirates. They were dressed up as rangers. Yeah, I think Merrick told me we missed this door several times. So we're like stumbling through the world. (laughs) We're freaking savants. (laughs) And so, you know, it's, it's the thrice crowned queen. You've seen the doors two times. Just oh, Merrick! Uh, we I don't like that foreshadowing. We there, meet, we meet Efo. I thought they were fake doors. <laughs> yeah these these doors were fake, but that's because the consort of the thrice crowned queen uh, was using them to. Mess was that with. the dick I fought? The me- no, it was the, it was the really really pale skinned uh, woman. Oh, who, who yeah, like, right. away. Yeah. Yeah. She I thought he extra metal elf. Yeah, super metal elf. Like, from that show, from... Metalocalypse, yeah. Metalocalypse. It's an explosion elf. 
Um, yeah, and then you, so you you found some dinosaurs and you sailed for a little bit more, and eventually you found Nua and Ifo and Tello. Tello. The other of Shell's brothers. One of the other of Shell's brothers. Can I read this note? Yes. Oh. Dragonfly swords us to attack. Balls. <laughs> Accurate. You know what? It wasn't that tough of a fight, really, the dragon. It flew away a lot, but luckily, we happen to be possessed of in this party of a sniper queen. Yeah. <laughs> Murdered a dragon at eight miles above us. Uh, it was and at it, 570 feet away. Yeah, insane. As as Tarkan was, you know, flying towards it, trying to look heroic and shit. Um, unimportant. And uh, giving a stop in midair. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, fuck this and noise. Arrows are whipping past me at Mark. Couldn't get his breath attack back. Yeah, <laughs> that was so killer. It was lightning so and fire. Uh, however, once the beast had fallen, and Tarkan and uh, Delilah <laughs> were uh, perhaps trying to harvest some some ingredients from it. Oh, to you're, sell. Talking about, you're talking about how Tello kept throwing up, right? Nothing else at all. Yeah, he was grossed out by the the cutting of flesh, and then weirdly, uh, shit exploded <laughs> <laughs> as Delilah. Almost died again. Delilah's next brush with death. It happens often. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Uh, but then we drank some water breathing potions. And we joked a lot about how you were going to die. So much. Oh, uh, yeah. This we is are we start like talking about this. Um, but I mean, before that, I also want to point out that. Um, uh oh shoot i completely lost it it was something that shell did um the mo- the sea monsters no it was something yeah, the sea monsters was great yeah definitely Animal are you talking about how literally monsters? every time we shit on shell uh for casting charm animals uh he successfully stopped fights and we <laughs> were like but no, what I'm thinking was that we started a session with a message to Lord Gabriel Reimer. And right, like, before we went down. 20 minutes of discussion of this is what you're going to say. No ums, no ahs, no dudes. <laughs> and then Corey starts it and goes, so uh, totally dude. Wait, no shit. <laughs> My favorite part was all that. Was that Corey that fucked up? Not Shell. No, it wasn't. That was my plan. The whole Are time. you sure? Oh, yeah. That was definitely a plan. Oh, oh I loved how it was like, okay. As soon as so, you guys started saying, don't mess, don't say this, don't say this, I'm like, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, so, well, here's your plan. You see it here? As soon as you guys said, don't do this, I'm like, okay, that's all I'm doing. And it's got your plan right here. And uh, here it goes. It was great. That's out the window. Fuck yeah, that. No. It was just like he just genuinely looked so surprised and upset <laughs> while he was doing it. There was some like acting skills going on there. No ums, no dudes, uh, no bras. Just say the words that you need to say. Convey the information. 
Oh, um, uh, dude, uh, bro, fuck. Uh. So message is not, or sorry, sending, it's not a cantrip. You know what would have been really useful in the fight with the Tyrant Queen? More is it heal? Would have been cure wounds. It had been cure wounds. <laughs> which is a third level of spell. But yeah, and then just hilariously how much you all were talking about how Tarkan's going to die under the ocean. And 100% I thought it was, I'll drown for sure. Because there's no way we make it there. What? You have Wendy's fries? Go fuck yourself, Corey. <laughs> I'm so pissed at that because I want Wendy's fries. Um, is he Is he plugged in? Can you hear me, Corey? Oh, he is. Yeah. Go fuck yourself for your Wendy's fries, you asshole. Um, I love Wendy's fries. I don't understand when people don't like Wendy's fries. But oh, you too, Amanda. You've had one now. So, yeah, you can just both go fuck yourself. Uh, also, do we remember when KFC's fries used to be good? Just as a yeah. side note. No, KFC they fries were good. You know. I used to work there. They were when good. they had like a sort of crispy, like they were like you know, skinned. Or, I don't know. Anyway, un- unimportant. We're below the waves. We've sunk deep. We've drank Tello's like couple of sharks. Oh, fuck you with your swarms of heat sharks, <laughs> which sp- spawned a gang of uh, like 1950s gangsters. Blaze sharks. The 420 <laughs> blaze sharks. And uh, this is this is something that I don't do with other campaigns. <laughs> And, like, maybe it's because we're a four-person campaign, or maybe it's just because your characters are interested in pulling people along. But, like, we had Slade. We had Katrine. We had Kevabeev, although he didn't do shit. Um, and, then, <laughs> and, like, here we have... You acknowledging that. Yeah, no, Kevabeev isn't interested in helping you. Okay, but the thing about it is three out of the four characters are interested in pulling people along because of sexual desires. <laughs> Shell was just like, this is my brother. He can come join us now. We are buddies. Um, yeah, sharks, which was very much my note of don't stay in the water. I will send more sharks at you. And weirdly enough... We were like, okay, so we'll kill these sharks and everything will be cool. And then you're like, make a perception check. And all of us went, fuck this noise. How do we get the fuck out of this water? Because sharks are, there's a million sharks. And then finally out of the water, the water behind you churns with the movements of furious, elementally charged sharks as you take your first breaths in the crystal cave beneath Everplume. Everything around you is suffused with a dull red light, most of it emanating from the end of a short tunnel ahead of you. Behind the crystals of the walls, though, you can make out things, devices, more strange arcana of the ancients. Jen, I know you're tired, and I know you have to get up early, but we're here. It's almost to the point, you know? Let Jen be Jen. Jen can even go to bed if Jen. No, I no. think Patrick's you, saying he wants to play me. I died for you. <laughs> I mean, it's you all hung out in that crystal cavern for a little bit, and I kept being like, "There's a light over there. There's a light over there." 
You can break through there to get to the light. It's like, it's like weirdly breakable. Like if you if you hover over with your mouse, it's X to break. You know. Hey guys, remember when Tarkan died? When he was like, "Man, I can't have any more Arcana of the Ancients." Like, Whoa! I need that sword. Please take this off of me, Ladev. Rip this off my spine. It'll be fine. Okay, here's a little little piece of context for you guys who weren't there. I'm just gonna go back real quick times uh, through Americanized uh, chats uh, because I asked Merrick about this uh, previous to that game. Uh, let me just scroll scroll back here. This is we Merrick and I talked a lot. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, this is Norestos talk. It's before Norestos. Who? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, shortly after Tarkan died, Sumi shot another arrow. <laughs> That's also true. At the at the uh, the curtain porthole creature. Oh god, the fucking like weird robot man, the like weird hanging dude. Error number three. I can read his things. Ooh, yeah. No, you can read his things. So I didn't get them word for word. All right, I could do that. Where are they? <laughs> My note is Tarkin really wants a dimensional sword, so get Shell to pry it off his back, off his spine slug. Oops, that kills Tarkan. Songbirds oh, on the prime axiom with displacement of two units have gone quiet. Huh. Again, after we were these, I wrote a funny thing. Two man, dude. <laughs> to Sumi, why were the windows in your childhood home clear and not stained? Your mother preferred the colors. And to Shell... Why were fruit husks allowed to rot on the ground of the orchard that you visited north of Tazarm? To Tarkan? I literally have no idea. <laughs> In your father-son hunting trips into the Parchwood, why did you never take any flowers? And for Delilah, a perfect wheel appears to be one and one-half inches wide, but your family preferred a thicker tread. Explain. What? We went off-roading. It was fine. I would like question or answer for all of these questions. <laughs> the answer is always 42 yep and there was uh, I mean we'll circle back to uh, whatever it is Patrick and I were discussing about Arcana of the Ancients but then there was skull fire and lava and portals and I named it Doombridge Doombridge Doom Bridge is an accurate description of the area we just went and I've got one more uh gray box text before we go into the final fight. And that is the air. Oh, well, I mean, of course the fact that Tarkan shell and Tello hopped through the portal and then Delilah and Sumi were putting their armor back on. And so didn't go. Sweet that. And it was totally cool. All of them now? Come on guys. minutes. We'll get, I'll give them I'll give them five minutes. I'll give them five more than that. <laughs> <laughs> How long is the turn? Like a second. Oh. We, 
air around Shell and Tarkan is dry and chemical. It tastes like ash, and it leaves your nose and throat irritated and raw. You can hear the bubbling and churning of nearby molten rock, and at the foot of a four-story stepped temple, you see several of the elementally charged lizard creatures you battled in the crystal cave under Everplume. Fire newts! Fire newts! Which I thought was totally cool. Fun fact. They were not there to fight the Titan Queen. They were not. And when I thought about it, you know, post, 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 and went, I guess it makes sense if you have an army, they wouldn't be in your temple. Yep. So yeah, a little bit of fighting with those folk. One of them tries to get into the temple to warn Tyrant Saw's tag, but she, they, you, you take him down, and a bunch of them run across the bridge and head over to the army. And we thought, who cares about those guys? They can't ha- affect any part of our lives. No, nah. we don't need They'll to just show up. They'll just show up in season two. So perhaps. I couldn't find the exact <laughs> message that we I sent Merrick, but it was when I was like. I need I need to get rid of this spine. It's so terrible. And I sent him a message somewhere along the lines of, "So, like, can I remove this? Like, what would it what would it take to remove this? Because it seems pretty solid. It's a it's a embedded magical item." And he said, "Yeah, you're like you need someone who's trained in medicine and like a lot of time to remove <laughs> that." And then. I took that thought that he said where it was like, call a doctor. And I went, yeah, what if instead of that, <sighs> rip it out of my spine, guys who kill people for a living. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it for free. And then you <laughs> ripped it out of my spine because a sword lit up. I mean, it's a pretty cool sword. It's a very cool sword. And then. Kawabunga. Is that into the temple? So Shell ran forward shouting Kawabunga, and Tarkan turns and quietly whispers, Kawabunga. <laughs> and then runs in. Was that into the temple? Yeah. Yeah. That's into and where you see the queen. I would like to just like pull back to when. Tarkan and Shell were fighting and every it was like a tense you know tense uh, f- friendship and like are they you know what is the relationship between the two of them and it's Shell runs in possibly facing death and the only thing Tarkan can think is I gotta go with that crazy motherfucker Cowabunga <laughs> let's do this yeah, I'm listening to this right now and because uh, the episode just came out today when we're talking about this, the final episode of the season. The, um, so I'm, I'm, the last episode, like that fight? Yeah. I know what I'm doing immediately after we finish this. Yeah, it starts with the cowabungos. But I'm like, you know, listening to it and I'm remembering what happens. I remember like all the epic scenes, like the fire. And I, I've never wished more that I knew how to like draw and animate. Because I would have loved to animate this scene. It's epic. It's epic. 
I would so, love to see this scene animated, like more than anything. Yeah. This last fight. One of the other emotional. One of the funny things about this particular session is as we were heading into it, I took a screenshot of my roll 20 with all of the sort of like the GM hidden layers. And I texted it to two of my work friends who play in my Thursday D&D group. And I was like, hey, I'm starting a D&D game tonight for Rise of the Ancients. And I think it might be a TPK. And they all freaked out when they saw it because like there's just fire and chains everywhere and the big giant that fucking like that uh circle of fire just the roll 20 add-on for that was so intense that it like emotionally charged me with i can't leave because i'll die (laughs) it felt physically warmer yes yeah. I 100% agree. I've never, like, Merrick, when did, when did you, when did you pull me in? Pull you into what? Oh. Into this. Into D&D? Yes. 2006, same year that I started. So. 14 years. So 14 years ago. I've never been so emotionally charged for a fight other than perhaps the, uh, the moon battle. Like when we were severing the chains, I've never been so like, like heart beating fast, like literally sweating and uh, like uh, goosebumps on my, on my flesh. Uh, then the fight against the tyrant queen where I was like, this one is really cinematic. Oh, like I've never in like ever fought. Like, Every time we fought, we fought like crazy monsters in every like crazy campaign. And I always thought, there's a way we'll make it out of this. For sure. Of course we will. We're adventurers. This is what we do. And in this one, I I didn't see that end. It got to a point where where I thought like it was like halfway through the fight, and I thought someone has to make it out. And I don't think it's going to be me. And I hope it's someone else. I remember in this moment being more scared for all of us to die than I was when Delilah died. Like I, when Delilah died, I was just like, there's no way she's going to die. And then she died. I was like, oh, fuck, what just happened? But in this moment, I walked in being like, so all of us are writing new characters after this. Like, none of us are making it out of this alive. And I didn't even have that moment of, okay, I need to write a new character. When, Like, when I walked into the fight when she actually died, this was the fight where I actually, I felt it. I uh, definitely was like, I really, really thought Sumi was going to be the only one who got out because she didn't get caught in the fire ring. And I remember I started making the sign halfway through <laughs> to write whoever died on it. Oh, oh no. Us, Rip Tarkin. Slash Ulrich. Yeah. Slash oh, Ulrich. yes. Or Tello Shell slash yeah, that was the first time that anybody heard Shell called Michelle. No, you know what? Listening back to the podcast, we've heard him called Michelle, but it was the first time we recognized <laughs> that and we talked about it forever. 
So I didn't talk about like, anything else forever. <laughs> like in in terms of D and D, at least American Gen know. I love making new characters. It's like I almost like seek death to make a new character, like something new. Like, what if I push myself into this fight and then I can make a new character and it would be a cool new thing that I've had. I've got like six characters lined up. In this fight, it's the first time when I didn't want to die. Where I was afraid of what might come. But but I knew that there was no way that Tarkan left the fight. That just wouldn't happen. And if it meant dying, that's the way it would go. And this is what D&D does to human beings. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I loved about all four of these characters is they were all so... Sorry, I have a dog attacking me here. I see there's a, some sort of hound crawling upon you. Oh. They were all so honorable in their own way. Like they all had this moral. Well, I mean, line. we've met Delilah, but no, they all did. It was just different, but they all had this moral line that they lived by, and it was so extreme with all four of these characters. Like it was a different line. Don't get me wrong, but they all had such a strong line. A strong line that they would die on. Well, I mean, hill totally. I don't care. However, the saying is, but you understand what I'm saying is like that was one thing that I think is so interesting about all four of those characters was they all had such strong beliefs in like their own code. And and now we get two new characters, and we get two characters who maybe will have some changes based on what's happened. And I just want to say, Patrick and Corey. You better listen to Man and Mike's episode where we deal with this. <laughs> it is awesome. Okay. When's it come out? So my plan right now is that this episode, if I can get it all together, will come out on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas. So Merry Christmas to anybody yeah. listening to this. Please love me. Happy holidays. Bah humbug to those who are <laughs> me. Yeah. And um and then we'll do a little bit of a break and give ourselves, you know, a little bit of time away. We've recorded a couple of episodes, but we've we've gotten to a point where we're taking a short break as well. So the the prologue episodes will probably come out middle of January. We'll see how it goes. And then we'll start up cool. season two. And we have how many um, episodes already done at this time? Uh, so we've got the two prologues, and then we've got three more sessions. So that's six more episodes that have been recorded. Well, total of eight more episodes that have been recorded. Perfect. And Merrick, yes, tell, tell them where we're really big. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, one sec. It's kind of weird, but it's cool. Pornhub or something? Where'd I put it? Where'd I put it? I hope it's not Pornhub. Okay. Um, so Spotify uh, is wonderful and actually does stats, whereas Apple is like, you don't have enough listeners. I don't want to worry about your stats. But Spotify, Spotify said that this year we had a 150% increase in Australia. 
Fuck yeah. We're big in Australia. We had a 100% increase in Sweden. Those are two of my favorite places in the world. Uh, we've been listened to in 12 countries. That's incredible. Uh, this year was a 90% follower gain. I'm legitimately shocked. And- <laughs> Voice has been in 12 countries. I'm shocked that some yeah. people have heard my stupid ass shit in 12 countries in the world. I thought maybe one, and it was this one. <laughs> and it was me. If you're in Sweden and you hear this, I love death metal. And you're the home of melodic death metal. So thank you for bringing that to me. If you're in Australia, <laughs> How do you live there? It's living D and D. Like there are monsters there. So sorry, and I'm double checking one more stat. This yeah, is my here we go. oh. Okay. Very interesting. Random email. Have not confirmed this, but apparently. We're ranked 11 in the category games in Colombia. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Way to go, Colombians! Uh, first of all, don't understand how you like why you're following us, but way to go! Thank you, yeah, Colombia. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Colombia! <laughs> Medellin, let's go. <laughs> so, anyways, anyone listening? Thank you. Literally anyone listening, thank you. Cannot express that enough. And I mean, thank you to you for as well. I have had so much fun running this campaign for a year, over a year. And I have so many notes and so many cool ideas. I've never, like, I've gotten emotionally charged over uh, Tolis episodes and uh, many other games we've played, Merrick. Because we've played a lot over the years. I've never gotten to tears over a, a session. And that was Tarkan's death. Yeah, thank you to everybody listening. Oh, you and, can't see uh, that. That's just blinding light. Thank you to Merrick. Yeah, thank you for the- oh, a million thank yous yeah. to the best DM I've ever known. I mean, how many times yeah. did you mention, oh, there is this thing here, and you guys are just like, no. <laughs> And, like, also, not only that, like, as a beginner to this world, I've never felt, like, as a beginner to this world in this game. So, thank you to Merrick and all That's of you guys. Merrick's magic! I know. Well, thanks to all you guys, too. I don't know. We just got a good group dynamic, and it's really fun it's to It's the play. best. I've, like, so, in terms of context, we've played our our Sunday games basically... I mean, excluding like, you know, we're tired or it's a shitty Sunday or, you know, holidays or whatever. We played every Sunday for several years and we've had some crazy campaigns and they're very fun, intense campaigns. I've never looked forward to a game more than Rise of the Ancients ever. Like it's uh, like shining light at the end of two weeks of mine. And when we're like, oh, we, we're going to skip ahead and it's going to be four weeks, I'm like, ah, well, there's literally nothing ever to live for. Uh, like, what's <laughs> the point at the end of this week? It's just a Friday and I don't, you know, roll dice and 
fight robot monsters. Fuck that noise. I just play video games. Whatever. It's dumb. Push buttons, dumb. <laughs> and one day in the next year, maybe we'll get to play together again. Yeah. Wouldn't it be crazy to roll dice in person? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't remember I, what that feels like. I feel like I'll have to learn new, like relearn a bunch of skills. <laughs> yeah, like like you know socializing because <laughs> i don't remember I what it's that, like I to you're gonna say pants <laughs> look look i wear pants when we're playing because i'm respectful and you get up yeah exactly but Very true. You know, well, we'll, we'll, we'll play together again sometime hopefully in 2021 we'll have snacks together again um be able to reach into the same bowl. What? That's crazy. No. First of all, how dare no, you, I'm sir? <laughs> no, separate bowls from now. <laughs> we must all wear bubble helmets. <laughs> no, blowing- no blowing on cakes. No sharing bowls. Okay, one thing that's come of the coronavirus is why the fuck did we ever blow out candles? <laughs> what a disgusting <laughs> nonsense tradition. <laughs> I've stopped eating eggs for years. Yeah, like, it's disgusting. Oh, I'll just blow this candle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the candle's out. Now let's eat this that I've spit upon. Good. Uh, Cool. That's all your cake, because you're a disgusting (laughs) beast creature. You creature from beyond the stars. Well, on that note... <laughs> Can we end it on a different note? Can we end it like 15 minutes prior? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thanks, and thank everyone else Love all your for being here. Love you all. Love you yeah, all very much. Boxers. See you guys Woo. on Boxing Day. Ex- all right. Expressly, I. I love the Colombian listeners. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, it's, it's, what a crazy specific all place. It might be one person. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm looking at you. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Corey and Amanda said, fuck that to Colombia. <laughs> yep, exactly. They're only right. Australia. Good night. Jen, sleep well. I love you. I love you both. Exclusively you now, Merrick. I love you too, Patrick. Bye. I'll see you on Sunday. See you on Sunday. Amanda and Corey are back. Amanda I shut it back. by accident. I'm sorry. That's all right. All right, we're out. Good night. Okay, <laughs> good night. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at Skyhammer Press. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to make one batch of cookies that have weed in it and one batch that don't. And it's going to be very clearly labeled. <laughs> oh my God, I hate all of you. Um, because what happens sometimes is you have the cookie and then you're like, that was delicious. I want more. But that's not the good, the right call. Right, yeah. Could you only send us like four weed cookies max? I just want to have them lying around the house for kids to find weed cookies.
I don't have kids. Fuck me up. <laughs> so I'm sure two weed cookies will fuck me right up. So in case I put this in the uh, in the outtakes for anybody listening, weed is legal where we live. Super up. legal. Super legal and totally legal. Like governmentally legal, not like America where it's kind of legal and then also the government can kill you for it. Yay, Canada. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the police put out ads saying don't give it to Santa. And put the skunk in the trunk. Yep. Is that a thing they're saying? Put the skunk in the trunk? Yeah. Yeah, keep your skunk in the trunk. I don't watch TV. It's a billboard. Driving. Yeah. Oh, I don't drive. Oh, that's mm. fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, me neither. I don't do either of those things. <laughs> I walk with my human legs. There's... Not with your eagle legs? or If yeah. I had eagle legs, I would not walk with them because they're shitty for walking. Exactly. Jen, there's signs that say, don't give it to Santa? I thought so. Maybe it was a Facebook ad. Did you do a lot I'm of weed about, like, and don't give it... it? No, it was something like, don't give like cookies or edibles to people who without telling them oh. so it was like a gingerbread man being like don't give this to santa oh, that's good that's smart amanda can you make me gingerbread men that are filled with weed <laughs> i can do that please do that i love okay. gingerbread so bad we have a plan for Torino. and to uh i think i should get a face tattoo no, you should not. Because <laughs> no one yeah. should get face tattoos. Wait, what no, kind? Yeah, I don't that care. would be adorable. No. A tiny, like, look at nope. this natural blemish I yes. have, right? How no. gross is that? Shouldn't that be covered up with something like Jen's beautiful tattoo there? Corey, I want to state for a fact that nothing about you is gross, ever. No, this face dub. Who gives a shit? It's natural. I don't it, care. It, You're still gross. beautiful. I love your face. Yes. Don't look at me like that. I'm looking at me like that. And I would love, I would love to kill some, uh, some, some skags with you. Skag it up, sir. I'm really bummed, but you're going to be really happy. Okay. Are you home tomorrow? Like around between 10, 30, 11. In the morning? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to drop off a stupid, disgusting shrimp platter to you. What? Why? What? free gift this week. Oh my god, yes! Superstore, you've granted me (laughs) the the boon of the century! You guys hate sea bugs! Is that just an end of a bread? <laughs> That's just a loaf of bread. <laughs> it's the beginning of a bread, actually. Is it the beginning or the end? It's the same. How many sea bugs oh, are in this platter? Right. Let's go back to sea bug platter. It is That's attractive, a Amanda. gigantic black shrimp platter with mild sauce to 568 grams. <sighs> so it looks like at least 20. I'll tell you right now, that's not outlasting that morning. <laughs> I'm so excited about tomorrow. No one likes shrimp, but I love shrimp. Okay, America sent it to you. Ooh, I'm excited. What secrets? 
There are secrets, and I'm not included. Corey, we, we need to know the secrets, Corey. Corey, we'll make what our own secrets. I tried to oh, look like, over the shoulder. Yeah. Corey, we'll make secrets. We'll make our own secrets. I don't really have any news for the dad, so you can kind what of let me know secrets? what you're thinking there. But that was kind of how I've always secrets. pictured her mom. But what, let me text you back with what I was picturing the dad with. I can't tell you what the secrets are, because then they'll know the secrets. But if you tell me in a message, they won't know. Yeah. We're talking about better. Delilah's parents. Yeah. Did Patrick just shave? <laughs> What's going on? What I miss? Secrets, Patrick. Secrets. No, I want the secrets. You have to tell me. Amanda and I are, you have to tell me. Amanda and I are planning uh, her her parents, Delilah's parents. What? Narestos doesn't care at all. Who's that? Nobody knowing. Nobody listening to this knows who that is. Accurate. <laughs> it's a statement stance. 